Hello, and welcome to the New Referee Podcast, a podcast by a new referee telling stories from the pitch. I'm Paul Hansen, host of the New Soccer Referee Podcast, and this is episode one of which I hope to be a weekly installment. My hope of this podcast is not only to do a review of the laws of the game and how they apply real-time through stories and situations that have happened to me or my friends on the pitch, but the other fun challenges of being a referee and how to navigate those various situations. This includes how to engage with players on the pitch and how that might change based upon the age or skill level or the type of competition, such as whether it's a, a league game or a playoff game. or or tournament and how that pressure might alter how we communicate uh, both verbally and non-verbally. You know, how do we engage in coaching and are there things we can do proactively to be, get ahead of the problems that may manifest in those type of situations as well? And how do we talk to other referees and engage with other referees? Listen, there are three teams on that soccer field. There's the home team, the visitor team, and then there's the referee team. And we absolutely work as a team. How can we build each other up and support each other to make sure the game stays safe, competitive, and more importantly, that we help enforce the calls of the game properly and the laws of the game. My hope is that we handle these issues, uh, we, we discuss these issues at least, by telling stories of what actually happened on the pitch during these amateur youth games. I would love feedback and stories from the community as well. Uh, you can share them on Twitter at The New Referee or email me directly at paulthenewreferee.com. I'd love to have people, especially other referees, join and workshop and work through some of these issues. So in episode one, I wanted to give a little background about myself, my journey to becoming a referee, and the steps that I took going into my first week and finishing my first week of refereeing which was not ideal by any stretch of the means, um, and also discuss what I hope to get out of refereeing as well. So with that, let's get started. So now, as Atel says, I am a new referee. I have probably just under 100 matches worked at both AR and head referee over roughly probably a six-month period. Now, as a new referee, I definitely do not have all the answers. This is where I plan to bring in other referees, both new and experienced, and workshop through some of these issues that may have manifested on the field or how I could better handle certain situations. Now, I'm lucky to have both family and longtime friends who are referees. Some of these I hope to bring on here from time to time, uh, if not regular. This includes my sister Jenna, who has been refereeing for, I believe, about two years now. She uh, has played soccer most of her life uh, and actually met her husband through soccer and adult co-ed soccer. Her son, my nephew, Nate, he plays soccer, both competitively in the club scene as well as high school scene, but he also referees to make some extra cash as well. And a longtime uh, friend for nearly 40 years, or just about 40 years, who's pretty much in his family by this point. Uh, we go back to youth soccer days together and adult soccer games as, as adults uh, in co-ed soccer. And he met his wife through soccer as well, uh, Jeremy. And I, I'm lucky I've actually ref with most of these people. So Jenna and Nate, you'll hear later on in my first story uh, about my first couple games refereeing. I actually ref with them specifically. Uh, and Jeremy, I have been very unlucky with. We have been scheduled a couple of full day sessions as well, a couple games here and there. And uh, we uh, happen to have rainouts that have occurred that haven't allowed us to do it. So we'll have these people on, I hope, from time to time to share their stories and more importantly, get feedback from them on how I can improve as a new referee. It's a little bit about my background. My I, I am uh, not what they call marathon shape by any stretch of the means. I am overweight. Uh, I can run. I have decent stamina, which is a kind of requirement to be a referee. But if you think you got to be uh, match fit to run five miles a day, uh, you know, there are ways to, to referee uh, and, and, and be in competitive games and making the right calls uh, as you can even work through your your, your shape. Um, I have played soccer my whole life, uh, minus a small stint in 
in in the middle there. So my uh, I started as a youth at, at age five, uh, played all the way through until just about high school, uh, where I switched over to, to tennis throughout high school and, and dedicated myself to, to that sport. But even then, I would get a few friends together who weren't soccer players, and we did do co-ed or uh, indoor soccer on the weekends during the summer to stay stay fit, uh, which was not pretty to say the least, with some very, very bad uh, losses in there. But again, we had fun. Uh, and then out of college, I played on a co-ed team with my family and new friends and built a community and and one of the great things about soccer is obviously community, uh, but uh, built a community of friends that are still lifelong friends today. Uh, and through this whole time, I pretty much played goalkeeper, you know, those crazy psycho goalkeepers uh, who sometimes play forwards because they believe they can score goals, or when they're losing, they may go up as goalkeeper every now and then, as my friends affectionately call it, pulling a pole. Um, my work background, I think, is important to understand from a refereeing perspective, how refereeing, how my work has helped me as a referee, but vice versa, how the things I've had to do as a referee already has impacted and improved my career. Today, I'm in a professional job that is fully based on communication. That's both on building collaboration and team building and crisis management and dealing with difficult situations in the IT space. And I've been able to use that skill set into the soccer field, but vice versa in very heated situations where maybe a player's upset or coach's upset or a parent's upset, uh, the immediate quick interaction standpoint has allowed me to take that skill set back and rethink and rephrase how I interact with very tempered people at times. So the, the, the learning curve has worked both ways uh, from what I was hoping to get and how I could use my, my background into this and what I would get out of it as well. So with that said, I think that's a natural transition over to what I hope to get out of this. So first is exercise. And like everybody else during COVID, there wasn't a lot of exercise that you could do many times. Uh, and even pre-COVID, I worked from home and, and it, minus when I'm traveling. And uh, this gave me a outlet to get, a, get some exercise. I am not like uh, some people where they can run marathons or just work out for the sake of working out. I like to be engaged in something competitive to get that that competitive juices flowing and work out. And soccer refereeing has been a phenomenal at, uh, output of that. And I've lost some significant weight already just by refereeing. The other out- output I wanted to get out of this was engagement with the soccer again. The community that I miss. I've already started building a community of referees I'm talking with. And I now have coaches that recognize me that I deal with day in and day out as a referee as well. Uh, I'm able to... Uh, help out my community of youth soccer, which is struggling to find referees at times. There are weeks that sometimes people are refereeing eight, nine games because there's just not enough refereeing in 100 degree heat. There's vice versa that uh, the younger kids don't get referees at times. The U8 side that uh, a, a normal starting ref might referee uh, is going to coaches and, and to parents to help referee just because those referees are being moved up faster to handle more under 10s and under 11s. So helping that community was tremendously important. And then as a byproduct, I didn't walk into doing it this way, but it worked out with some extra spending cash. You can make some extra, you know, $100, $150, $200 a week and get the right tournaments for $400, $500 on a weekend, uh, helping out and getting some exercise in. Uh, my children, I have two kids. One is uh, heading to college next year and, and the other is about to, to get a car. So having that extra source of, of side income allows me to do a little more with, with my kids than I, I typically might not have been able to do, especially in today's economy but this is the inner thought process in my head so on tuesday i already had two games scheduled for the other town over in the center on older kids i was like well i have to go do that now because if I don't, uh, I'll never get any other games in, in Frisco, for sure. And uh, so I, I did go to the doctor. And he's like, you're probably near heat stroke. You need a couple days off. And uh, I still went out. And uh, the day of, my 
two kids get get uh, COVID. And so I'm like, crap. So I email the the arbiter in in the town over, and they I said, listen, my kids have COVID. I don't. He's like, come on out, please. Still need you. Right, great, no problem. Those two games could not have gone any better. I was not tired. I was not overheated. Again, it was night versus afternoon. Um, I was never out of breath. Uh, I play, again, I was center for both games, so I ran the whole entire time. I was no problems making calls. I wasn't nervous, and that gave me my confidence to continue to work through this process to continue going. Because I'll be telling you that that little devil in my shoulder was telling me, "You can't do this. You're too out of shape. You can't do this. You're too old. You can't do this." Um, uh, the game has passed you by, and that gave me all the confidence needed to then email the arbiter for the town I'm in and say, listen, I'm so sorry it happened. I just did two games in this other town. I had zero problems. The doctors cleared me. He's like, no, no problems. I just want to make sure you're safe. And then he gave me three more games, which I did no problem. But I happened to be being, uh, as my sister and, and her husband was out of town, uh, I was being chauffeur for my, my nephew, who was doing three games after my three games. Uh, so I had a couple hours to kill. So I ended up roughing another five games under the U8s in uh, the single referee field. Again, not a lot of running, but so I did eight games that day with, with no challenges, no problems, which continued the process moving forward, which I think pretty much after that point, because of the shortage of referees, I probably did no more, no less than four or five games on a Saturday and usually picked up a couple games weekday. So I tell you that your first time refereeing cannot be any worse than mine. Um, I did have a few people that I heard that red carded coaches their first game, which was deserved and uh, the arbiter and field all supported them as well. So you have this good support system. But I'm telling you, no matter how bad your first time is, and it can't be bad, uh, don't let it discourage you. So to conclude this podcast today, I I want to encourage you, especially going into the new year here in 2023, get out of your shell. Do something new. Do something challenging that uh, you, you, you fail the first time at, but continue going through it. Get out of your normal routine. Find ways to help your community, to, to maybe help yourself both physically and mentally by getting a, a change. It was definitely a reminder to me that you can fail for the first time and be quite successful. I cannot tell you how much I didn't know how much I would love refereeing, how much I missed being part of that game. So again, thank you for listening. Thank you so much for being part of this podcast. And if you have any feedbacks, I'd love to hear that. If you've got any stories, again, hit me up on Twitter at the new referee. Hit me up on my email at Paul at the new referee.com. If you're a referee and you want to be a part of this podcast and, and we can do it remotely, no problem, no matter where you are, and give your feedback and tell your stories, I would love to hear it. So again, this is Paul Hansen, and I say avoid all those red cards along the way. Thank you for listening.